Hi, I'm Jason Ramsden, and I believe we can all work on leading a more positive and intentional life. And this show details my journey by sharing my learning, stories, and conversations with guests. If you want to lead a more intentional life focused on being the best you possible, please subscribe today. Now, let's get into today's episode. Well, hello, my Positivity Posse, and welcome back to another episode of Positivity on Fire. I am your host, Jason Ramsden, and I'm excited that you're here today. And whether you are up early, up late, in the middle of the day, doing what you do, whatever it is, I appreciate you being here as we take a little bit of a journey today talking about courage. And today's episode comes from a couple of posts I did recently on social, on Instagram, and on TikTok around the concept of courage, mostly focused on the concept of journeys. And not journeys like a cross-country journey or a road trip, but yes, a road trip of life towards self-improvement, how you're going to make yourself better, that type of journey. And it was through my practice, my meditation practice, uh, my mindfulness practice in the morning that I was considering the quote by uh, Lao Tzu that says, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And while I was kind of thinking about that particular quote, I mean, it's one that's known to a lot of people. Any journey that you take begins with the first step. But as I started to ponder on it a little bit, I wanted to offer up to you today to consider that the journey of a thousand miles begins with the courage to take the first step. And the reason I came to this concept is that sometimes it's just hard to take the first step on a journey, let alone take the first step. And it's because it's the truth is change is hard. So regardless if if the choice is about something that's easy or if the choice is about something more difficult, it does take courage. And so some of the things that take courage are the courage to move forward, the courage to change, the courage to let something go, the courage to let someone go, the courage to be different, the courage to conquer a fear, the courage to be you. And when you put it in the context of all of those different statements, then yes, the first step is the most difficult step, and it takes courage to get there. And when you look at the definition of courage, it's it's the ability to do something that frightens you or the strength in the face of pain or of grief. And in this particular episode, we're going to be talking about like the ability to do something that frightens you. And... When you think about things that frighten you, I mean, they could be small, they could be big, there could be issues that you're facing in your life that you don't want to face, that you need the courage to do so. Now, in my particular case, the courage was to, after 30 years of being in uh, education and having a, a big move coming up where my, where my wife is, is taking on a new position, is for me to have the courage to not just go back into what's normal for me to find another school to be uh, invested in the life of what I do in education, which is is supporting schools in their technology initiatives and actually jumping out and becoming an entrepreneur. It's something I've always read about. It's something I've always been passionate about. And I've just <laughs> never had the courage to make the leap. And you may say, well, okay, you know, You've said before that this new endeavor uh, that your wife is doing allows you the financial freedom to be able to take the leap. And I would, I would say, yes, you're absolutely right. 
And that's true. It does give me some flexibility to take the leap, but I still had to find the courage to leap. And, you know, in, in starting a business and I don't, what do I know about business? I don't know anything about business in particular, how to run a business, how to found a company, how to be focused on the things that are important to grow a business. I don't know about that, right? That's not what I went to school for. I was a psychology major, not a business major. I have a passion for marketing and communications. So what I'm really pulling on is a background in being passionate about wanting to help people. And that's kind of the formation of the business moving forward. I've had to make the leap. I've had to figure out what comes next for me. I had to find my why, what my purpose in life is, what I want to be passionate about moving forward, and then base a company around that. I haven't even started. I mean, I've started, but it it hasn't launched yet. It won't launch until we move and get settled in, in July. And that's, it's scary. It's scary to be able to do something new, to leave something behind. Finding the courage to do that is something that I've been struggling with. And I would imagine you all have issues that you're struggling with in your lives as well that require some courage to move forward. And I think it takes courage as well, courage to live the life that you want to live. Sometimes we live life for other people. And so by having the courage to live life for ourselves, we can kind of reframe our purpose, reframe what it is we want to do, reframe the type of impact we want to have in our lives. And I think, I think that's a big, a big task to overcome for some people. So what are some, what are some tips and tricks to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to build courage in my life. And I think you can do it. I think you can build courage. I don't think people either have courage or they don't have courage. People find courage to get themselves out of their particular situations all the time or to try something new. So as you begin your, your journey, uh, to find courage, to have courage, here are some things that you can do. There's 15 things. And this comes from Forbes magazine and they um, reached out to their list of coaches sharing tips and tricks on how you can kind of spin things to find some courage in your life. Number one, think of someone less fortunate. And I know that's sometimes hard to say, you know, I got to think of somebody else who's worse off than I am, but sometimes it's what you need. So when you think of somebody who is facing a bigger challenge than you, that is facing a bigger obstacle than you, then you can be thankful that your challenge is not as overwhelming as that particular person. So if you pull yourself out of the scenario, you kind of pull yourself above and say, who else is struggling perhaps in having a larger challenge than me, it sometimes helps you to be able to make a plan of action in being able to look at, all right, if, if I take this leap of faith, if I find the courage to move forward, what is my, my worst case scenario and what is my best case scenario? Number two, reframe your fear. Typically not moving forward is fear-based. It's not necessary that you don't have the courage to move forward. You may have the courage, but your fear overwhelms you more than the courage propels you forward. So when you reframe your fear, what's another perspective? Like what assumptions about your fear, your lack of courage are true? And what challenges can you reframe in a different way? And this is all about like, focus on things that you can control, not the things that you can't control. So when you're looking to make that journey, like what are the things you can actually control to take one step forward? 
and then another step forward and then another step forward. Don't think of it as one big thing that you have to tackle. Just break it down into chunks. Number three, engage in self-talk. We've talked about this in other episodes about negative self-talk and what effect that has on your life. No, engage in positive self-talk. And you need to do this. You need to go past the irrationality of what's happening in your life. You need to find the wisdom behind the fear. And then as soon as you do that, as soon as you find the wisdom, that's, that is the moment when courage will emerge for you. So you need to engage in positive self-talk. Number four, let go of what you fear to lose. Yes. Often when we are trying to go on a journey of self-discovery and change moving forward and, and trying to find the courage, we have this big fear about, oh my God, if I do this, what am I going to lose? If I decide to change my job, will the new one be good enough? Will I make enough money? Will I be able to you know, pay my bills? This goes back to developing a worst case scenario. Like think about what's the worst thing. Like if you decide to move forward, what's the absolute worst thing that you can absolutely do? And then let go of everything you fear to lose. Just let it go. And I know that's a lot easier said than done to let go of the fear of the things that you're going to lose. But if you do, if you imagine the worst case scenario, sometimes what comes from that is a lot easier to accept. Number five on the list, break down the action steps. Break down the tasks that you have to do to break free of what's holding you back. Again, any sort of challenge you face that you need the courage to overcome, it's not just one big giant leap. It's a series of baby steps. And sometimes those baby steps can be really, really tiny. But what you find is when you write down the steps and you do the first thing, then you do the second thing. If you're like me and like to create lists and you're crossing things off your list, there's so much satisfaction in having the list be crossed off. So if you break everything down into tiny actions, you're, you're able to develop a really good solid list. If there's satisfaction in crossing the items off the list. So breaking it down into smaller steps can be helpful as well. Number six on this list is go to the roar. And what it is, is a story about how lions hunt gazelles. And the way that that works is, you know, obviously gazelles are super fast. You know, they're, they can have uh, high speeds uh, when they're running and can avoid uh, many predators. And the way lions hunt gazelles is that when the pride decides to go after gazelles, they send the younger lions to take the gazelles and push them towards the older lions who are hiding in wait. And when the gazelles take off and thinking, okay, we're going to get away. And the lions, the older lions pop out and roar really loudly. Then the gazelles turn and their only course of action is to turn back towards the younger lions who now are easily on their heels and able to take them down for the kill. What kills the gazelles is their fear of the roar. If they had gone through the roar, pushed past it, and kept going, the older lions wouldn't have been able to keep up with them either. And so sometimes you need to go to the roar. Don't be afraid of what lies ahead. Number seven, understand the motivation behind your emotions. One of the biggest things that mindfulness teaches us is to become aware of our emotions. We're not saying that you have to be a happy person all the time. Nobody's happy all the time. Um, 
people are unhappy, they're sad, they experience joy, they experience grief, they experience pain, they experience triumphs in life. What is the most important part about understanding the motivation behind your emotions is that when things become difficult, when you investigate and you become self-aware, this is when you can discover about limiting beliefs. Right? Usually when we have emotions, it's there's a limiting belief that causes us to have that, that fear or that pain. And once we realize that, once we can come to determine what the limiting belief is, then we can tackle that. And once we tackle the limiting belief, then we can move forward. Number eight, you have to accept what you can't control. I tell my clients this all the time is that you cannot worry about that, which you have no control over. You can only focus on yourself. And some may say you can't find courage. Courage is not something that you find. It is something that comes to be once you accept the reality of what your limiting beliefs are in your life. And when you determine that you need to focus on the things that you can change, when you can spend time on what you can influence in your life, and you realize that you can become very determined in facing the things that you can change, that's when progress begins. That's when you find the courage to have courage to move forward. And then the courage finds you. It's funny how that works, right? You don't necessarily find the courage. The courage finds you. Number eight, look inside at your inner value and your unique capabilities. What are you able to do that others are not able to do? When you start to look at yourself as someone who has a unique skill set, and this goes back to the concept of, you know, having some positive self-talk. When you're able to look at what you're really good at and you're able to remind yourself of your capabilities and uniqueness as an individual, the fear begins to subside. And again, when you have a lack of fear, then that's when courage finds you. So when you start to look at yourself and say, you know, here are the things that I'm good at. Here are the things that I can use to kind of move myself forward because I want to change X, Y, or Z. You have it within you. You just need to discover or more importantly, be reminded of those skill sets. Number 10, draw on your past experience. So you're going to think back to a time. When have you accomplished or when have you found courage and tackled something previously? We all have. Sometimes we forget that we have, but all of us have found courage to do something and to change something in our lives and to move forward. It may have been a while ago. You may have forgotten about it. But when you start to look at in your past experiences, you tend to start to begin to feel more strong, more capable. You, uh, you begin to feel like, yes, I can do this. You call on the strength of your past experiences of something that you've overcome. I think the key here is to remember, you know, you are a strong and capable person. Even in the moment of being afraid to do something new, you just need to remember that and use that to overcome the obstacles that you're facing at the moment. Number 11, visualize the outcome. And you can do this in a couple of different ways. When you start to visualize what the journey will be at the end, thousand foot journey, after you take the thousand steps. What will life be like for you at the end? I think it's important to note as well as like when you do that, 
think about the people that can help you along the way. Nobody goes on a thousand mile journey by themselves. They need support along the way. People to maybe provide food, maybe to provide water, maybe to provide shelter. You need to figure out who those people would be in your life when you start to go down this path. And I think it's just a good reminder that no one, no one does anything alone in life. You need a support system. Even if it's just one person, you need somebody that will hold you accountable, somebody that can help you when times get tough and when you feel like you can't find the courage or you you can't do the things that allows courage to find you to move forward, that they're there to remind you that you can. Number 12, expect greatness, even in times of fear. I think this is a great step, a great tactic to expect greatness. You should always expect greatness of yourself in everything that you do. You should expect greatness. And I don't necessarily mean that you're going to be greater than someone else or that you are going to be great all the time. But when you have the expectation that you can do anything, and this is kind of going back to self-love to a certain degree, when you experience yourself in a way where you start to believe in yourself, that you start to consider that you can do things, that you are stronger than you know, that you can move forward, that you can change, then all of a sudden you can expect the same results. You can expect the same greatness from yourself time and time again when you're faced with the next obstacle in life that requires you to have courage to overcome it. Number 13, reach out to those who you trust. This goes back to the accountability side, to having somebody along your journey. Those people should be people that you trust. They should be there to pick you up when you need it. Because truth is, when you're going down the path of trying to change something, when you're going down the path of the unknown, that you you get afraid. And paralysis happens, right? Sometimes paralysis gets to be so bad that we won't do anything. We won't know how to move forward. You need somebody in your life that you can trust that can help you and remind you to take that one step forward and then another. Because once they remind you to do that, you realize, you know what, I can gain control of this situation again. I can move forward. It just is really just one step at a time. Number 14, pause and remember to breathe. Breathing is so huge in our life. Sometimes all it takes is a really deep breath or a series of deep breaths to provide us the space that we need and the calming that we need to take that first step. And when you take those deep breaths, I mean, that gets the oxygen flowing to your brain. It allows you to think more clearly. It allows you to relax and it gives you the ability to focus. And those deep breaths also kicks us out of survival mode, right? When we start to panic or we get concerned about a fear that we're having, we go right into survival mode. And when we have survival mode, you don't always think clearly. Your mind thinks fast and not thinks slowly. So when you take the time to breathe, you put yourself in a more effective state to handle whatever it is you may be trying to tackle in that moment. And finally, put things in perspective. Um, When you're developing that worst case scenario, best case scenario, and most likely case scenario, put things into perspective. Uh, The Navy SEALs have a saying that says, you know, things can always be worse. And so when you have that mantra in your life, when you use the mantra of 
things can always be worse. You're saying, you know, right now is bad, but it could be worse. And I know, you know, many of you are probably saying, well, it's tough to do that when you're in the moment. It's tough for me to think about how things could possibly be worse and how this might be better than that. The important part of that things can always be worse phrase is that don't just think that people have things worse than you. Realize that, yes, things can be worse and that those people are taking those challenges on head first. When you realize that other people are tackling things more difficult than you, then you can tackle whatever it is that you may be facing as well. So if you are struggling to find the courage to move forward, to the courage to change, the courage to let something go, the courage to let someone go, the courage to be different, the courage to conquer a fear, or the courage to be you, know that you have support. There are people around you. Know that I believe in you. I fully believe that you can conquer anything in this world. That is a big belief that I have in myself, and I also believe it for you as well. And if you need help getting over the hump, if you need help moving forward, if you need help letting go and finding the courage to move forward, reach out. Email me at jason at positivityonfire.com. Let's start a conversation. Let's see if I can help you move forward because no one moves through life alone. Everybody needs a support system and I'm happy to do that for you. As we look to wrap up today's episode, I just want to say thank you again. As always, you know, I close the show every single time by saying thank you for your gift of time. There is no greater gift. Every time that you listen to the show, it is much appreciated. I hope that you find benefit in it. Um, it is always a pleasure to be with you every single week. And just remember, be well, be happy, be you. And until the next time, may your quest for positivity begin today. If you like today's episode, please go to podchaser.com, search for Positivity on Fire, and leave a five-star rating and review. For more on my positivity quest, follow me at positively underscore J on Instagram or TikTok, or engage with the show by visiting direct.me slash Jason Ramston. Have an amazing day.